Welcome to True House Stories. I'm Lenny Fontana coming out of Nueva York, New York City. And this week, we take our attention to a man who I revere as one of the best in soulful house and disco. Disco, disco. Disco, disco. Out of Brazil, we spoke a few weeks back and I told him, hey man, I really want you to come on my show. You've done some amazing things. I've played all your records over the years. You've played some of the amazing parties. Um, and you know, you're a big pioneer in Brazil. You're a really large pioneer. And I'm not talking pioneer like the pioneer DJ. Pioneer as legendary pioneer. Okay. So, you know, he's done major label remixing. He's conquered the Brazilian market in dance music, okay? And he's actually not only done the dance side, but he's also done the pop side as well. He's DJed internationally, so he's one of the key people that have come out of Brazil and have traveled the world and proclaimed house music from a Brazilian perspective. You know, we all love Brazilian music. You know that. We all love carnival, right? So this is why we love this man. And... For now, I'm going to introduce my good friend who I adore and love from Rio de Janeiro, who's born and raised. He's going to tell you where he's out now. And he's late, fashionably like a Brazilian, fashionably late to the party, which we love. Welcome, DJ Meme. <laughs> I love you, brother. You have any idea how I love you? <laughs> Meme had to go and take the sweat because he was stressing to get back to this his home to make it. Welcome, Meme. I'm so sorry. I tried to get in time, but the traffic... The, the 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 lunch, my friends. I was having a lunch with my manager, so I have to leave the lunch and pay the pay the check. So I'm here right now. Thank I'm God. So sorry. No, no, it's fine, Meme. We love you, man. All it's right. all good. Love what a beautiful you. studio, my friend. Thank what you. What a beautiful place. Thank you so much. One day. Can I use that? Yes, David Morales. Them used it. Why can't you? you all can, right. All you right. can. You can. Anytime you look, come on through. All right, all right. So DJ Meme is here in the house, everybody. Okay, so Meme, first, first tell us, before we get to the first question, because I only ask one question and then the rest of you right. paint the picture. How have you been doing and things been going for you with all the changes in our you know, music business? And of course, I hate to use the word, the C word, as you know, which stopped everything for a bit. How, where are you guys at down there in, you know, in the Southern Hemisphere? What's going on? can't complain myself i don't know about the others but i can't complain you know it's you know i was i, I think i was prepared for that i didn't know it was but i was prepared for that you know i i spent a lot of money <laughs> because i couldn't work but uh i'm fine i'm doing fine and things are the the funny thing is everything is opening and things are going very fast so Wow, I'm fine. You know, it's okay. Thank you for asking. Good. And that's what we care about because a lot of people were not okay throughout this whole thing. It's, I know, it I know. Killed, it, I killed know. A, it killed the industry, um, you know, 
that it, it's it's just a different way of working and and just have you know again here we go i just talked about yeah. in july will be my two years on true house stories two years of shows it's crazy we started you right you know it's like i mean and look how many documentaries we've actually have been able to blessed to get lady letterman <laughs> lady letterman <laughs> exactly you are man. you are right <laughs> you're the man Oh, okay, no more. Commercial is over. Here we go. Right. Simple. Everybody's waiting. Meme, right. you're you're a Brazilian export that we love to import. Okay. How Thank does you. music, the young Marcello Mansour, the young guy, the kid, how does he find music or her music find you? The thing is, my father and my mother, they are very musical people. They love their records. They are not musicians, but they love their records, and they used to play their records a lot. I, I remember I used to have a, a, in my home, in the living room, there were two piles of records, my father's pile and my mother's pile. My father had bossa nova and jazz, and my mother had Brazilian music. So before I choose my own music, you know, when you were 10 12, 11 years old is when you start to choose, I want this, I don't want that. I don't like this, but I like that. But before that, you just, you know, you're open for anything that your father and your mother give, you know? So when I was like 11, 12 years old, I started start to, you know, choose my music. But before that, they were playing music every time at home. There was never a rock and roll record in my place. Never. I didn't know who Ringo Starr was. Trust me, this is real. And uh, my father was a jazz lover and bossa nova, which is full of harmonies and melodies and chords and everything. And my mother was a fan of Brazilian music, which which is almost the same in a different way, but it's it's... You know, Brazilian music is full of chords and melodies and everything. So when I was young, around 12, my natural path was disco. There was two paths only, disco and rock and roll. I didn't know, I didn't know anything about rock and roll, so I went to disco because it was natural to me. That's when I started to, you know, get my own records, find my own friends, make my people, you know, my, my team, my, my friends, and, you know, find my posse. And then I started to DJ. After years, I understood what was, what rock and roll was. Before that, no. But disco was my thing at the time. So here I am. Disco. Yeah. Okay, so then now tell us how disco was. In Brazil, because we know how it was here in America and Europe. It was the same. It really? Was the same. Disco, yeah, it was the same everywhere. Of course, this song is more popular in Brazil than in America. That song is more popular in America than in Brazil. But it was the same thing because disco was connecting the world, right? Correct. Disco yes. connect the world. At that time, everybody was connected to the same music, the same thing. So there was no, there was not too much difference, you know. It was, it was, you know, 
12 years old, 13 so years you, old, see, living the disco time. Oh, that's, that's me and my yeah, grandfather. That's, that's him in the beginning, okay? Yeah. So when you say the beginning. Very beginning. The very beginning, okay? Look at this. Look. All right. Two years old. That's me. <laughs> so at that time, music at that time would have been more of... Uh, 67. Brazilian, um, like Sergio Mendes, maybe. Probably. Brasilia 66, Probably. all that sound. And then, of course, you you must be hearing music on the radio, not realizing... And then of at, course, the time, at the time I didn't know anything, you know. You were two years old. Two years old. What do you do? Yeah, but you're soaking, you eat, you no, sleep. You, you'd be surprised. You're soaking in whatever's happening around you. You just don't realize it, but you're soaking yeah, in. Yeah, you're right. Makes sense. You know, makes sense. Sometimes it's funny because you say to yourself, I know I've heard this before, but you can't put a finger on it, right? You say that? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I know, yeah. I know I've heard this. I know I've heard this before, but I don't know. Your so, camera is amazing, Lenny. <laughs> so is <laughs> my camera sucks. Ma but your camera make is sure, amazing. Make sure I have people to... <laughs> look at that camera. I don't have money to buy that camera. <laughs> Here's man, man. Look, this is what I asked to send me the pictures. You see? Look. look. This one is a very turning point in my life. You know why? Why, man, man? Because this birthday party was when I when I got my first disco record when I was eleven. Yeah, that's when everything started. That in the background is my mother with a friend, a Japanese friend that used to live in the sixth floor of my building. I remember that, and that's my mother. But when I was eleven. I, 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 I got my first disco record. It was a mixed record. Okay. Many of songs of that time, I don't remember, but they were mixed. And I remember when I got home, opening my presents, opening everything, I put the record on and I said, this music doesn't stop. And it's a good music thing. Mm -hmm. I, I like this song. I, I like that too. Wow. Then I, I was listening to that record every day every day and i was amazed because the music never stopped the guy mixed the record you know but this was the day when everything changed i said i want to do that I, I i like this music it's funny you mention that now i'm going to tell you something everybody 1976 okay that year 1976 <laughs> listen to this carefully long time ago on television, yeah. they used to have this thing where they teach you the hustle with a booklet and you bought the record from the television, you ordered it, got it to your house. I know how it is. I know how it is. It was Adams, if I remember correctly. It was all the songs mixed. Later on, I found out who mixed that record, Meme. Who? Steve Thompson. Wow. That's probably the same record that I got that you got because it was only one record that sold platinum sales around the world. You know, that time was 1976 when I was 11. That was <laughs> 1976, the same year. I remember the record. The record my, yeah. mother, my mother and father ordered it. They wanted KTEL, yes. 
Kato, Adams, it was Adams on him. It could have been different for Brazil, but I know they licensed that record everywhere. And Steve Thompson told me, I think he got $200 to do the mix. And they wow. sold millions of copies. Could you imagine that? He, he didn't know. He didn't know back then. Steve, all if you look up who Steve Thompson is, Steve Thompson went on to mix so many records and and from the disco and into rock music. But when he's mentioning this record, I'm saying, it must be that record, I bet. It's got to be that record because I had it too. We all had it. Makes sense. Makes sense. Makes sense. It was the first, yeah. first record where it was a nonstop mix and it was like... 12 or 14 songs on each side. Wow. Something like that. Something like that. Maybe eight. I don't know, because it was mixed. It was like two and a half minutes per song, and it was mixed continuous. Okay. It is different from 14. Something like that. I don't know, but eight, 14, 10, I love you, man. I don't know. <laughs> so back to you. This is your story. So anyway. Yeah, story. Dimitri Francesca, good afternoon, everybody. Ralphie D from Aussie 2001's in the house. Everybody's coming and say hi. Jeff Boo Jack from the UK. Welcome. SF Butch Boy. They're all here. It's our first official Twitch show. No more. No. Yes. Official. First one. Official Twitch, man. Man, you break the. Like Marshall Jefferson was. Marshall Jefferson was my first show. Mem is my first official only Twitch show. Michael Hertz, hello, everyone. And I know I have to say hello. Normally, I don't do this, but I, I know we're going to get questions, and I will hit them. So, remember, that, that moment that that record comes to you at that age. You have a picture of the record there. I sent you. Disco Pirata. It's called Disco Pirata? You can, if you can find it there, you can show the record. I am going to find it. All right. Oh, my God. I didn't see. I saw the Meme School Diploma. Go go by go by the the letter. It's ah yeah 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 yeah. Got it. Yes. There no, is. that's the, the back cover. That's the back cover. But you see what a difference that they make. Esther Phillips. I don't know the rest. I can't see very yeah. well. You had all the records that were happening at that time. This is the record I I got from I don't know somebody else. A mother of a friend. This is the cover. Disco Prata '76. Seleção de Boate on the on the on down means club selection, exclusive songs. Disco Pirata means bootleg. <laughs> pirata means a, the a pirate. 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 <laughs> right? Yeah. <Pirata>. Sure. <laughs> Isn't that funny? That's history, brother. And it's it's and it's and and it's funny when you get like for example your your mother's friend gives you guys the record right yeah record becomes your record as a present yeah that opens up the Pandora's box for you to now bring me here yeah here we are decades. and the truth of how stories yeah. and because now, of that record I'm here it's crazy. They never you thought about that? that when they were doing it. They just did it to make money. You did it. No, no. There's a lady Fontana? No, he's a kid. <laughs> yes. We were kids when that record came out. <laughs> we were. So go ahead. So so now that starts. Now, how do you learn from there? So you're, I guess you're listening to the music and learning your craft. Where does it begin for you? You start to make friends that like the same thing that you like. Because in Brazil... If you don't play soccer, oh yeah, what kind right. of kid you are? What kind of kid you are? 
You don't like to play soccer? Come on. What are you going to do? I'm going to make parties. Like what? I don't know. I'm going to bring my records to the playground and make parties. That's it. That's weird. But anyway, let's do it. Then you start to making friends that like the same music you like. Future DJs, right? Like you. And then things start to, you know, you find your people. Because in the beginning, nobody recognized you. Nobody recognized this love you have for the music. But step by step, you find the people that likes that, that are exactly like you. Oh, you like that music too? You have that record? Oh, let's meet up during the week. You know, can I go to your place? You have a, you have a turntable? I don't. So let's, you know, it's like that. You start to feel comfort, right? It's like a, it's, yeah. like, it's like a tribe. Like, oh, these people like the same things I like. Oh, this I is found a- my place in the world. That's it. That's it. And you that know? your whole world changes because I guess around you, you're hearing Brazilian music and now you're playing disco. Yeah, exactly. Disco was my thing, you know. No samba? No. Samba is not that popular like you think in Brazil. That's that's like a, you know, oh, Brazil samba, Havaianas and, you know, beautiful women. That's, you know. Come on. I know exactly that. I'm just wanting yeah. to explain that you know. to everybody out there who have never been to Brazil. Because sure. they think sure. they sure. think that beach, Copacabana Beach, is all samba. It's not like that at all. Right? Exactly. There's no samba at Copacabana Beach. <laughs> yeah, it's no There's no samba anymore. That's past. Anyway. So I started to make friends and find my, my people, you know. So it was it was good because I, I felt I was not a weird person. In the beginning, I, I was like, I don't play soccer. I don't like to do this. I don't go to with these people to that. So I'm maybe I'm weird. Maybe, no, you're not. You just didn't find the right people. So when I found it, I was okay. I was, you know, yes, that's what I am. I'm a DJ. What kind of thing is this? But I don't know, but I'm a DJ. <laughs> right, I was going to say, you probably had right. no idea. That, nobody knew what that was. DJ? It's like In Brazil, we didn't say DJ at that time. Now we do, but of course. At that time, we used to say Disco Tecario, which was the guy who plays at the disco. I wanted to be a Disco Tecario. Why? Because I love music. Besides that, did you see a glorious glamour from it as well from the music? Was that there wasn't glamour at that time? Right. That's we used, a- we used to play behind the bar with the sink by our side when the guy was, you know, washing dishes. And I was DJing and he was was washing dishes and glasses. So there was no glamour. You were playing for the music because of the music. So should I show the early years, the early years photos? Yeah. Let me show. So wait, he said with the sink. Now remember, let me just clarify what that meant. A actual sink with water, not the sink button, as everybody's learning today with Pioneer. Exactly. Oh, that's me. But that was... That's later, right? Later. Wow, I had a crowd, right? Yeah. That was 91, 92. Oh, that's probably. later, later, later. I'm looking yeah, for early, very early. Very later. 
I was not a kid anymore. Look at the, the pictures, you know? I'm looking so for there the, was you're very late. I'm looking for the ones that that are really early. He sent me a hundred photos, everybody. A hundred and nineteen. Couldn't do all of them. They only allow you a hundred on on the on the okay. thing. Where I, is I the you know? He could have gave me more. He's like, well, how many I you want could. me to send? How many you want me to send you? I said I had one hundred and fifty. I had to cut like <laughs> thirty. <laughs> you know, when you start to search for your memories, there's a bunch of things that come to your mind. You know, so I was like, okay, this one is good. This one is that. But all the pictures that you have has a story. Right. I I fig yeah I figured that. Every picture has a story. No, I don't have the ones next to you in the sink and behind. No, forget about it. I don't have the sink picture. Oh, okay. No, forget it. I'm but you know how he was, right? So imagine that behind seeing those days, DJs weren't put in the front. They were put way in the back or on the top somewhere hiding. Everything changed in the 80s when we start to produce our own records and then we became superstars like CNC Music Factory, when they hit everybody dance now, everybody starts to look at the DJs. We want more. We need more. DJs are making music. And I was there making remixes. From remixes to making a song was like one step. Well, let's say this before you even get to that point. All right. I saw at 21 years. Okay, so you're DJing and at 21 you're remixing. That's me. Yeah, look at this. This is look 1986. How look how fresh, fresh he is. Yeah. Okay. Look at me. Look at myself. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. A young DJ Meme in the studio. This is this was 1986. I was remixing uh, a Brazilian artist, and I was happy to be in the studio because you know I made it. <laughs> Who I was, was so happy? You know? Do you remember the artist you were mixing at that time? I remember it was Marina Lima, a Brazilian artist, Marina. Mm. And I dressed with that shirt. Yeah, I saw with, it, a, with the piano, yeah, with, yeah, the, with the piano see, around it. Nice. Because she was she was coming to the studio. I wanted to impress her. <laughs> I remember that day. I said, "I'm gonna choose this shirt because she's gonna be there. I want I want her to see that I'm a man of the music." So I remember that. Pre to you going into the studio, so you're DJing, you're working on your craft. Did you have any musical training in any instrument? My ears only. So you go all by ear? Yeah. No musical training. Oh. So how did you so know far? to go into that studio or the studio life? What was what was a driving force for you? Because... I remember what was I, for me, but I had the music in my mind, and I used to to pass my ideas to the musicians. That's what I do today. Okay, years pass, and I can play this and that on the keyboards, but I don't know what I'm playing. If I play one one chord, I have no idea what I'm playing. I just this feels right. No, this feels wrong. No, this is not good. This one is good. Wow, fantastic. But I have no idea what I'm playing. It's everything by ear. That's it. And I'm here. You know? Okay. 
so you actually just you actually could just go there and go i want this and just play one chord and then yeah take it away take away keyboard player fix Look, my parts the, quincy jones when he produced michael it. jackson he didn't play any note in any of those records there's no anything played by quincy jones no there's he there it is hello quincy you booze <laughs> <laughs> Very booze. Quincy Jones so, drinking. With, with, with exactly. With he man. was having a good time. Yeah, having a good time. Exactly. <laughs> so Quincy, go ahead. Quincy didn't play any notes at all on the Michael Jackson. But don't forget, Quincy's also a musical genius. <laughs> yeah, but he's a producer. Is not a, a musician. He's an organizer. If you can organize a record without playing any note, without being a musician, if you can do it, you're special. Do it. You know? What, matter, what matters is the result. If you have a good result, nobody's going to discuss who you are or what you do. So, you know, I have a musical year. I know I do because of my results, because of I see people telling me, so I know that I have a good year. So I use that. That's it. But Memon, would you recommend anyone to understand a little bit about studio life before they walk into a studio? For sure. It's good too. Because I learn a lot, but doing that, I had to, to, to learn while I'm do while I was doing that. Okay. So while I was learning and doing it, making mistakes. Yeah, of course. Because, yeah, because mistakes are more rich than something right. You learn with the mistakes. If you do everything right, there's a problem on that. So you learn with experience, and that's how I learn. I can go to the studio with Deborah Cox. You have the picture. Yes, I'm going to go. Yeah. I can go to the studio with Mariah Carey. You don't have the picture, but I have it. I, I forgot to send it. Oh, you know, how could you not send this to Deborah Cox? I forgot. This, okay. That's Please search for part two of this podcast on the platform you're watching or listening to. And please do not forget to follow us.